This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Fucking sucks so far. Newsflash, you stupid fucking cocks. Ah, la la, hello, and welcome to Hardly Focused. You can get us at hardlyfocused.com on your favorite podcast app. We are on YouTube. Just search all those places for Hardly Focused. My name is Jack, and I'm joined by my co-host and my good friend, Mike Tarara. Hello, sir. Hello. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, is, is that the Michael Shannon uh, audio right there? You stupid fucking cocks. Yes, it is. From Mike, reading that from that sorority letter. Michael Shannon reading the angry sorority letter. I, <sighs> I don't remember what year that came out. So good. So good. Maybe uh, I want to say maybe 2013. It's been. Oh, it's been a while, but it is. It's. It holds up. No, you stupid fucking asshats! He can read anything angrily and it works. Rebecca! I wasn't familiar with that case, with that whole story, before Funny or Die did that video with Shannon. Sometimes, you know, it's, you stumble upon things and it, it just, it, it's magic. And he was perfect for that, too. I mean, Michael Shannon just seems naturally villainous. Ab- ab- abrasive? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not like you don't want to anger the man. He's one of those people yeah. you just don't want to anger. I mean, perfect. I don't I don't want to find out the hard way what happens to me. <laughs> I, I would argue he was the perfect General Zod. Ooh. Remember, he's General Zod in the uh, DC universe. And that is correct. And the film Man of Steel and the film, the upcoming film, The Flash, which I'm sure will be terrible. Is it? A, wait, is, is Flash DC? Flash is DC. This is oh, also yeah, that'd be terrible. Well, I, I mean, that'd I, be terrible. I don't think Michael Shannon is going to save it. I don't think Michael Keaton reprising his role as Batman for the first time in 21 years. I don't think these are these things are going to save it. I know they're trying to do this multiverse, whatever. I don't think it's going to work. Samson's dead it. They're, they're, stop trying to be Marvel. It's not... Marvel's not going to happen. Stop trying to make Marvel happen. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. Uh, Mike, if I may ask you this question... Uh, Jury duty aside, well, I know I, I want you to, if you can, go over the jury duty thing from about a decade ago. Um, <laughs> okay. But what experiences have you had, if any, with with going to court? Uh, for jury duty, uh, I've had two different experiences, technically more than two, but two different experiences of actually serving on a jury. Uh, one was a state uh, district court matter. Um that was a civil matter uh, because they had just said that, hey, technically speaking, all civil matters at a certain amount, you are allowed to option for a jury trial. 
So we got to watch the judge fall asleep in court <laughs> as we couldn't fall asleep for two days as we listened to expert testimony about concrete. 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 Some guy got a contractor to pour concrete slab for like a 20 by 60 paddock area. Not the Raptor paddock, completely different paddock. And uh, it cracked in a certain way that did not, uh, was was bad for the, his heavy duty tools that he had, like a lathe and all that stuff. And so he wanted the, everybody to pay up. And basically it was a question of what did he deserve? Everything, part of it, none of it. And so we, at the end of day two, we were deliberating at the very end. And the judge was like, you got to wrap, we're going to call you in tomorrow. Like, no, shut the fuck up. We're almost done. (laughs) Give us 10 more minutes and we'll not have to come back tomorrow. (laughs) Now, was it this guy? Well, you can, you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? Well, you can't grow concrete. You can. (laughs) Almost, almost. Uh, but not 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 that bad because at least that would have been interesting having an argument back and forth about growing concrete. <laughs> this is just complete and utterly dull. I feel like if that argument was actually happening, then Lionel Hutz would be the defense attorney at that point. Yes, exactly. So that was that was the less fun one, I guess you would say. The more fun one, which is the long and laborious one, is I got selected for federal grand jury which instead of meeting like once for like a single case you're meeting once a week for 18 months and it could be any number of cases they need you to see whether or not pass muster to uh, file for actual trial and as we all know the joke given the chance a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich just about true Uh, but we did have a fun one where uh, what there's there I can't remember the name of a show I think it's on Netflix, um, uh, the Terminator. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I think it's, it's Dirty Money. Okay, I believe it's from Dirty Money. Um, and uh, it, it's it's a company that was actually local, um, called Telex Free, and. They were selling VoIP, voice over internet protocol for calling internationally. And what it actually was is it turned itself into a a pure Ponzi scheme. Nice. Uh, uh, 100% Ponzi scheme. Now, are we talking like Madoff level, close to Madoff level? Uh. No, because Madoff had like hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that he was able to, to do. This one fell underneath its own weight a little bit sooner. So I'm thinking like the owners only had like 30 million that he was able to, to squelch. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pure, it was pure Ponzi scheme. And I had to, we, we actually, it, there was so much uh, information that came to us that our, our time actually expired. They couldn't extend our, our, our grand jury to when they needed the indictment to happen because they kept on coming with more information and to get larger indictments. So that went to the, the next, you know, grand jury that was impaneled. But in the meantime, while I'm sitting there two years later, Sarah's watching an episode of dirty money and she's like, Oh, Hey, this is a local company. Oh my God. Cause they're, they're out of, uh, out of Westboro or no, out of Marlboro, one of the boroughs, one of the many uh, boroughs in Marlboro. Massachusetts. Yes. yes there's, there was a Marlboro. 
And she's like, Hey, there's this, this place. And it was, and she couldn't remember the name of the company. I was like, do you mean telex free? And she goes, how did you know that? And then the, the DA, the actual, the, no, not the DA, the, uh, the FBI agent, Andrew Lelling, who was testifying at the grand jury shows up on the actual, uh, actual episode. It's like, Oh, that guy, I know that guy. And she goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, oh, I was on that grand jury. How come you didn't tell me? Because I li- literally legally is not, I'm not allowed to tell you in case you get paneled on the regular jury later on. Yeah, this was here. Uh, and then at that point afterwards, I kind of forgot about it because like, okay, nothing happened to it. You know, nothing happened, you know, but yeah. So this was like your, then. this was your Scranton Strangler uh, scenario. I mean, it was, yeah. Because- we had a lot. Yeah. We had a lot of drug deals, a lot of multiple uh, multiple people hopping the fence, if you know what I mean. Uh, illegal aliens that got sent back, but that was that was the big one right there. That was our our coup de gras is is telex free. Well, because you were the Ponzi scheme, because you were gone for a while. I mean, in in terms of every, every single Wednesday, we had to be available from eight a.m. till at least noon, and then sometimes it would be like you would be in panel to like two thirty, but they wanted to, they were like. No, 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 we don't want to give you guys lunch. We want to let you guys leave. <laughs> but I got paid because it was every single two. It was at, you got paid and you got parking paid for you. So what I do is I take my motorcycle down and the guys at the courthouse let me park on the courthouse steps area. Oh, nice. So I, I'd, I'd avoid paying the parking fee. I'd get the parking automatic because they were like, we're just paying you parking. And then I'd get the it was 70, uh, 75 bucks a week plus parking. And then they'd give you breakfast when you got there. And if you had to go through lunch, if it was more than an hour, if it was like at one o'clock, they'd keep you to one o'clock, but if it was more than one o'clock. They'd give you an hour lunch. They'd bring in lunch. I was like, you know what? I can't complain about that. You know what you're doing? This is what you say to that. Work that suck of the death. Come on now. Work that suck of the death. You can call oh, yeah. it a sucker. You can call it uh, the system if you'd like, but yeah, you work that to death. You just do it. You take advantage of it. Yep. I mean, I, I can't say it was fun for 18 months of it, especially, you know, sometimes you're just bored out of your skull. But yeah, it, it was a. Uh, you should have just kept deadlocking so they could keep extending it. So. Oh, there's no such thing as deadlocking. It's pure. It's different. It's it's like, do, do you think a majority of the people, you know, vote yes? It doesn't have to be like a, a, the uh, 12 angry men kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, there's this a, is just yeah. This is just. Do you think there's enough evidence to take this to trial? Yes or no? Yep. Okay. Good. All right. If I if I may reference a show that believe it or not I have never watched before once. It's a, a program called The Simpsons. <laughs> Lies. Okay, Lies. everybody, tuck your pants into your socks. There's an episode where Homer is on the jury for a trial. And they put him up in a hotel. They put him and the jury up in a hotel and he gets free food. He gets like three meals a day. Everything's all paid in. It's paradise for Homer. He doesn't have to go to work. He's getting paid to be there. So he's just doing everything in his power to just keep the trial going for as long as he can. So he can keep yeah. reaping the yeah. benefits. Yeah, I think if I had like a capital murder trial, they would have done that for me. But I'm like concrete. They're like, you can just go home. You're not going to talk to anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. Uh, jury, that's jury for you. By the way, uh, it seems like you're the one who gets contacted for jury duty every time you're up. I did, and then after the, after that, I think maybe because I moved out of uh, uh, the last time, uh, yeah, I stopped getting it. Okay, interesting. Now, granted, there was a five year rule. They're like, you cannot be requested for jury duty in the next five years because you were in grand jury. 
Like literally, you're legally, you cannot. State or federal, you, you're not allowed. Now, what is it for non-grand jury? Re- regular jury? Like yeah. trial jury? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same it's, deal as the five years? No, 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 no. Uh, no, it's, it's, you can't get, uh, I think it's one year. Okay. If, if you're in, if you're in panel, that might be two years, but if like, you're called, you can't get called again for another year. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I've only, I've been called twice. The first time it was right when I turned 18. Lucky me. And then <laughs> this, you show up and they're like, uh, yeah, I don't trust that guy. D- pretty much. Yeah. I, I in and out. Just, I told the judge I didn't want to be there. Don't pick me. Oh, according to our local statute in the state, we can only be selected for jury duty once every three years. Okay. I was selected for jury duty. Oh, I was selected. Uh, well, I got the summons a second time, maybe about five years ago. And quite literally the night before the trial was due to begin, uh, it was canceled. Then yep, go through. Somebody plead ill. So I uh, didn't have to didn't have to do that and uh, knock on wood haven't been called since. Although honestly, I wouldn't mind serving on it now. I mean, I was I was a stupid teenager back then. I wouldn't mind getting some time off work now to to do it. But <laughs> Sorry, jury duty can't. All right. Bye. Now, have you had to report to court? Have you been summoned to court for any other reason? Oh, actually like going to court. Yes. Um I don't think I don't, as far as I can uh, remember, I have never been served, if you will. I have gone to court in North Carolina for speeding tickets to get out of those, uh, but I've not been served. I have not had somebody knock on my door. Hey, you Mike Tarara? Hey, here you go. You've been served. Bye. Didn't have a Seth Rogen show up in an overcoat. Exactly. Yeah, no, I have <laughs> not had that happen. You're doing your Yet. best to, to try to Yet. run and hide from them. Now, granted, I, I work where I work. You can they can attempt to summon you and then you're like, no, 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 no. This goes to my legal team. Bye. Yep. Oh, I've heard that story many, many <laughs> times, but, uh, which is funny because people get angry. Like I'm going to sue you. I'm like, <laughs> good luck. No, you can't. Oh, go right. Go right. it. Go do it. Do it. No, 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 no. I, I do. I'll give you the address. I'll, I'm giving you my phone. Go. No, no, no. Do it. Uh, 20 <laughs> guest street kid. Come on. <laughs> Uh, that that was uh, Lyndon Byers on the morning show. He oh, used yeah. to work on at WAF uh, when he get into it with someone on the phone to a caller to the program and LB would just give out the address of the station. I, I don't think anyone ever showed up, but I don't think so either, but it'd be hilarious if they did though. Absolutely hilarious if they did. Um, the speeding tickets, did you, were you able to get out of any of them successfully? Yes. Uh, so the first one I had just had to take a safe driver course and got that expunged. And the second one was called a prayer for judgment, uh, which you're allowed to do in that state and basically say, hey, my speedometer is not accurate. And as long as I don't get into another speeding altercation in the next year, it's wiped. For, it's wiped. I'm like, all right, that works. Your speedometer isn't accurate? Yeah. Th- yeah. It, it was, it basically was, a lawyer who got pulled over for going way too fast back in the day. And he made this argument. And because that argument was like, it was precedence. And so he set precedence with that argument. And so people now are allowed to use it. Now, isn't yeah. there, there's, there's a Travolta film. I might be completely wrong, 
You probably are, but where he's playing a lawyer, and I and I I keep wanting to call it a time to kill, but I don't think that's the name of the film. Uh, that is a lawyer film, but that's not John Travolta. That's all right, all right, all right. Okay, Lincoln Navigator. Um, uh, th- there's no, a, a civil action. Civ- is what you're thinking of? Yes, thank you, thank you. I had to watch for some. That's re- a lo- that's a local one. That's why you probably had to watch it. Yeah, and I had to watch it three times for three different classes in high school, and I and the only thing I remember from that film is. Uh, several times Travolta gets pulled over in his Porsche for speeding. Yes. Yep. And it's, uh-huh. I think it's the same cop pulling him over too. And the guy's just like, by the third time he's like, I'm sick of your shit. Yeah. Like this again today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the reason uh, he had to watch that three times is because uh, it is from the, the toxicant stuff that was leaching into the city of Woburn, Massachusetts, which is local to us. And remember, That's why. remember, if, if you're from outside of Massachusetts, it, even though it's phonetically spelled Woburn, it is pronounced Woburn. Yep. And you can kind of subtly drop the R most of the way, like Woburn. Woburn. It's Woburn. Yeah. But if, if you're, you know, you're being proper, it's Woburn. Woburn. Uh, Woburn. Quick question for you. And this is, again, going to the fact that if you live in Massachusetts, you do not pronounce the names of the towns and the cities phonetically. Uh, the the city of Rainham. Do you pronounce? Rainham? Do you say Rainham or Rainham? Uh, I say Rainham. Okay. Uh, it's it's there's there's a general rule. Do you want me to let you in on the secret? Sure. Ham and ums have a general rule. Now there's a bunch of these, so it's not perfect but it's almost perfect if it's a two-syllable town that ends in h-a-m it's an um if it's more than two syllables it's a ham interesting okay yep so them rain them framing ham need them need them not need ham but need them educating uh the out-of-town listeners on how to do it educating me and i've been living here my whole life but that mm-hmm. makes sense never thought about it that way but it makes i never sense. thought about it either and then i saw this little snippet online about some guy explaining like some of the actual linguistic requ- and like that's why like, i know it inherently because i live here but understanding the logic behind it because they're like half of these towns are named after places in england anyway but here's the reason why they're pronouncing what they are here uh, uh, Becky and I were having that conversation recently, but there's a guy who does the traffic reports on uh, WBZ News Radio 1030. <laughs> I don't think they call it that anymore, but he very distinctly pronounces it Rainham. And I would always yell at my radio and say, No, no you, you, you fool. It's Rainham. It's Rainham. There's 19 towns ending in ham. 19 towns total or 19 with a one syllable? No, 19 total. So like Ashburn, Ham, Belling, Ham. That makes sense because like Framingham. Yep. We don't call it Framingham. Yeah. Chatham. Jetham. Needham, one of my favorites because someone who is uh, very much from out of town. I need Ham. (laughs) Do you want Ham? No, I need Ham. Well, I was talking to this person from out of town. They were talking about Dedham, but they were calling it Deedham. And I chuckled. I'm like, it's, it's, that's funny. Deedham. That's what I'm going to call it. Deedham. Deedham, Massachusetts. <laughs> Deedham. Problem is, 
if I say that to anyone within the state, I'm sorry, within the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I will get shunned, uh, possibly hit for uh, not knowing how to pronounce the names of towns around here, such as Gloucester, Leicester, Situate, huh, Worcester. <laughs> uh, see, the fun thing is anybody in the country can have fun with that last one because there's a sauce that they sell made by Lee and Perrins. And you can ask them how to pronounce that word and they'll just have a coronary. It's weird that people like can say Worcester's. I can't even say it. Worcester Shire sauce. I have to say it very slowly. Worcestershire, Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire sauce. Well, I have a speech impediment. Apparently I can't say Worcestershire without stumbling over myself. You got it right that time, but you weren't paying attention for it. I have to why. think about it. I like I have to I have to ramp myself up for it because then otherwise it's just going to it's going to come out verbal diarrhea. But uh, yeah, people can say that. When they're talking about the sauce, they can say Worcester fine, but then they see Worcester by itself. Uh, Worcester. Yeah. No. It's not it. Uh, uh, South Africa, I believe, has a city called Worcester, but it's spelled phonetically. It's spelled W-O-O-S-T-E-R. And then I believe it's also pronounced the same way in the UK, because as you just said, Mike, there's literally, I think, every locale in Massachusetts you can find its counterpart. Well, it is in the UK. New England, so you might as well, right? That makes perfect sense. You're right. Damn. <laughs> Man, I'm learning a lot tonight. Uh, anyway. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh, you're talking about the car not having an accurate speedometer. So I recall my father teaching me how to drive when I was a teenager and... Now, you can appreciate this. Uh, I was forced to learn how to drive on a standard vehicle, standard transmission. My mom never learned how to drive a stick shift. So my dad was like, fine, we're not going to buy any stick shifts. I did officially learn how to drive stick shift kind of halfway when I was on the farm because the tractor's are manual but they're different you don't actually have to shift from like one second gear to third gear to fourth gear you shift into a specific gear that you want and then you go no uh, so it's, it's it's got the it's got you okay i gotta go clutch and brake clutch and gas but it's not it's not as bad so you got like a halfway point there now is that your time working on the farm yes working on the farm that was like a summer thing right you did that for a few years i uh, did that for seven seasons yeah okay nice What'd you do on the farm? Uh, everything to do with vegetables. Including so was a, a, genetically enhancing them? Oh, clearly. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> genetically enhance all of the vegetables just to give you your 5G radiation. Growing tobacco? Idiots, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's fun when you actually have a farmer that can, can just clap back at the idiots that come in and complain about stuff. And he's like, now shut the shit. <laughs> get off my property uh yeah like they were complaining about the way that the, the corn cob color was not the right color and he goes shut the hell up and get out of here <laughs> like like excuse like what what does it matter or you know is this stuff safe to eat blah 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 and he's like the guys like it's a commercial farm they don't it's not organic because organic's a fucking sham and so people would come in and go it's a like, they eat the stuff that they grow and they're fine. 
Now, why do you think organic is a sham? Oh, it's organic is a sham because everybody says, here's the word organic and thinks no pesticides. The difference is organic uses pesticides, but they're organic pesticides. And people think organic meaning natural, but you know what else is natural? Arsenic is natural. You know, formaldehyde is natural. The problem with organic pesticides is you generally have to use a shit ton more to get the same result as a synthetic pesticide. I did not so know you, that. Yeah, you use wow. a lot more or you've got to treat it a lot more often. So that way it it it, it holds on to these bad things longer. So now, everybody's like, oh, I'm paying more for organic. It's healthier. Like, no, it's fucking not. Now, now, would you argue that if you were to eat organic for a period of time, you would feel better, more energized, uh, healthier, no. quote unquote? No, that, that, that's a complete, it's a complete load of bullshit. Um, I, okay. granted, there may be varieties that are grown that are designed to be on an organic farm that may have a different, you know, nutritional content, but it has nothing to do with the fact that they're organic. If you had that same variety and it was made in a commercial farm, the nutritional value is the same. It's just, you're not going to get the same amount of yield in an organic farm that you are in a regular farm. Now our fro host. Yep. Whom we call fro. They call me fro. One time in high school. Cause we went to high school together. Was uh, bet by a friend of ours to eat nothing but organic food for a week. So he did. And like he went to the supermarket and, you know, every supermarket has like the three aisles that are the organic aisles. Yep. And he just bought nothing but organic food. And according to him, after a, eat, a week of eating nothing but uh, purely organic foods, he said he felt great. It was the most energized he had felt in is pretty much his entire life up to that point. But also, what did he eliminate from his diet during that week as well? No, that's a good question. Yeah, you gotta remember that's, th- I, I, that's I, the thing. It's like correlation and causation. Yeah. How much he's like, oh, well, I only ate organic. Well, that means I didn't drink my Mountain Dews. I wasn't suffering from caffeine withdrawal, like all these other things. Because generally, if you're eating an organic diet, what you're eating is generally going to be healthier anyway than trying to eat the shit stuff mixed in with regular stuff. If you have half organic and half shit, it's the same as half shit and half regular produce. <laughs> yeah. It's still half shit. So if he gave up all that shit for a week and he's only eating good stuff, if he was only eating non-organic plant-based stuff for a week, he'd be great. I'm also uncertain if this was like a placebo effect, right? Like, oh, yeah. Just because he's looking at a label of food that says it's organic. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you telling yourself you feel better or is this truly a a physical reaction? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least organic is, is there's, there's guidelines for that. It's that non GMO butterfly that's a complete fucking joke. What's that? Oh, you ever see, you see like the health stuff and you, on the back of the label, it'll be like non-GMO certified. And it's got, the label has got like usually like a butterfly and a couple of sprigs of grass on it. Have okay. You that label? Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then yes, yeah, the non-GMO product project is a thousand percent a scam. Ooh. All right. Yep. Um, 
All you've got to do is buy into it and say, yes, I'm certifying that my product is non-GMO. Well, the, the problem is um, there's a lot of stuff that literally isn't GMO. Like they'll, you know, like, Hey, my, uh, you know, my eggplants are all non-GMO and they're like, Hey, guess what? There's no GMO eggplants in the universe right now. So yes, they're naturally going to be non-GMO. What you're doing is you're pandering to somebody trying to get them to buy that by a stupid fucking label. Uh, but the other thing is like GMO products are no different than other products. It's just that scientists went in and said, okay, I want this specific thing to happen when we make this next generation of food, as opposed to guessing at, I want this to happen and putting two things together and having them grow and going, it's not exactly what I wanted. It's right to grow it again and then grow it again and then grow it again and grow it again and grow it again and grow it again. And then finally get it right 30 years, 30 generations later, they're getting it done the first time. Now, by this logic, would you say that stores like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or even like the mom and pop organic markets, would you say they are scams? They are illegitimate? Oh, yeah. Like whole, whole, like whole, whole paycheck. Absolutely. Is, is a fucking joke. Uh, it, it is. It is. And they, 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 they prey on the idea that somehow chemicals are different if you call them different things. You know, like people are all about this. Oh, well, if it's natural, it's for me. Well, you get more formaldehyde in a pear than what you get like uh, uh, when somebody sprays a crop. Like it's like the, the cyanide, you know, in, in your in your cherries, you know, that's natural, man. Almonds, like how many almonds do you eat before you fucking die? You know, it's, it's this idea that natural and, or it's chemical free. Everything that exists in the universe is a chemical. If somebody says to you, this is chemical free, they're lying to you. Inherently lying to you that it's chemical free. Everything's chemicals. Is it just assuming that the people that they're talking to are idiots and only know is this is the same thing yeah. with okay. GMO. It's a GMO is a selectively modified thing as opposed to randomly modified, but everything is GMO. Corn didn't exist the way it does now. Uh, Brussels sprouts, kale, um, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, all of those were bred. Those are technically the same same thing. They're all the same thing. It's one vegetable that got selectively bred before GMOs physically existed as modern science. Okay, I want the stalk to be really thin and the buds to be a lot. Oh, those are Brussels sprouts. I want the bud to be really big and only be one of them. That's cabbage. I want the flowers to come out and not bloom. Oh, great. That's broccoli. I want the, the, I don't want any blooms. I just want leaves. That's kale. It's all the same fucking thing. They just bred it 5,000 years ago instead of five years ago in a lab. The only difference. I got to say, though, Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. you can get some good peanut butter at Trader Joe's. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that at all. I'm also saying that you can take, uh, uh, was it vitamin A enriched rice and cure blindness in the third world countries if you let Bangladesh and India fucking grow it. Just <laughs> saying, just saying a million, a million people would stop being blind if you let a GMO rice exist in fucking Bangladesh right now. But they're all like, well, all these, all these fucking 
you know, douchey hoo hoo ha ha's from, you know, Colorado Springs and the west side of uh, San Francisco are telling me GMOs are bad. And they're, you know, pounding their drums over here in the drum circle in India going, GMOs are bad. GMOs are going to save fucking lives. Okay. We've got 8 billion people in the world that need to get fed. Feed them food that actually is going to help them. So what you're saying? That's my soapbox. Well, what you're saying is don't go into Whole Foods. uh, Don't go into Trader (laughs) Joe's expecting that you are going to become super healthy, invincible by consuming the food in there. Yeah. I mean, understand that, you know, there are foods that depend. You've got to just do your research as to what foods are getting sprayed with what. You know, like, oh, these apples are organic. Yeah, but they're, they're or, or like the tomatoes are organic. Okay, well, what is organic? They're getting p- sprayed with like copper sulfate. Copper is a natural occurring element, but it's still copper. It, 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 it speeds up the ripening process. Is that no longer natural for you? Like at what point is natural, you know, not natural? I mean, hell, I mean, fertilizer bombs are natural, right? <laughs> so... Take it for what it is. I say we ban the pressure cookers. <laughs> it's really funny because my sister has an actual doctorate in plant sciences and she just looks at these people and goes, yeah, these people are fucking morons. <laughs> every day, every day. I'm like, hey, do you see the news? She goes, yeah, they're fucking morons. I'm like, all right. I have someone who is a very dear friend of mine and I love this person with all my heart, but they are absolutely one of those holistic medicine don't believe in uh, doctors uh, treat everything using the dirt. Uh, Would love to link this person up with your sister and just watch that conversation. (laughs) Oh, my sister wouldn't have time for it. She'd be like, yeah, I don't care if you die. You're an idiot. (laughs) She'd be like, if you don't believe me, here's the evidence right here in front of you. You don't believe me. Fine. Go and die. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. It's not my life to live. Uh, I'm assuming they take a bunch of homeopathic stuff too. Oh yeah. That's a bigger sham than organic. I honestly, if I did, if I wouldn't get arrested, I would go into a CVS and literally destroy every single thing that said homeopathic on it. (laughs) And I'm not joking. I'm being serious. If I wouldn't get arrested for it, I would do it in every single pharmacy. Now I, as you know, am not the brightest and (laughs) Like, like tonight, my experience at CVS was beelining it to the pharmacy and then uh, looking at candy. What percentage of your typical CVS store has homeopathic? Uh, what percentage items? of the store? What percentage is uh, uh, like every, every CVS has homeopathic stuff in it? Yeah. Is, is the there a lot of it? Stuff is, there, is it's 100% too much, but I'd say probably. Two to five percent, maybe. Okay. Homeopathic. I wasn't sure if you're like bombing out an entire store, or if you're just going in and toppling a couple of shelves. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I hope to fucking god, it's not ten percent. Holy shit. Yeah. But there's enough Advil and Tylenol in there that's actually a legit medicine that hopefully counteracts that. But yeah, home, homeopathy. You, you might as well treat yourself with sugar water. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Good old, good old placebo. Home, homeopathy is the the new generation's snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cure all that ails you. It, it Ricketts. 100% does, yeah. <laughs> snake bites. Snake skin. Yeah. The it's, Iggies. It's a, the Night Terrors. Consumption. <laughs> um, 
the vapors. <laughs> yeah, I uh, now, now at the CVS, the receipts, the paper receipts, are those homeopathic? Uh, no, because they can actually cure um, your something better than what homeopathy okay. does. I don't know what it is, but it'll cure something. I'll tell you this. It'll save the trees <laughs> by not printing those goddamn receipts. I finally signed up for a CVS uh, account, whatever service they have that I can just use on my phone so they can just email me my goddamn receipt because I oh, don't yeah. I don't want to go in and and buy a candy bar for what, like a dollar twenty five and then be given a six foot long receipt with a bunch of coupons for shit that I'm never going to buy. Oh, you bought a crunch bar. Uh, here's $3 off nail polish because those are the same thing. No, I don't Well, maybe that. if you stop buying nail polish, when you buy your other candy bars, that wouldn't naturally combine those two, buddy. Okay. Just saying, look, I admit it. I like to huff nail polish and I can stop anytime I want. That's what they all say. You're right. And I am one of they. <laughs> well, uh, wow. Uh, Danny Bonaduce would be proud of us because we got uh, Went on a tangent off track. My word. Uh, this, where, where did we start? Uh, we were talking about vehicles. Well, well, we were talking about courts and jury duty. Oh, yes. We, but, started, we started with grand jury duty and we went to. homeopathy is a scam well this came from driving vehicles with a standard transmission oh you're right wow you're right wow but uh well i brought that up because you were talking about the the car with the you know without the accurate speedometer and i because my parents up until only very recently only exclusively drove vehicles uh, with uh, standard transmissions so that meant I had to learn how to drive on a car with a standard transmission. And uh, when I was a teenager, my father had this 93 Ford Escort station wagon, which I lovingly called the ass wagon. Because mm. when you drove that fat th- ass on it, too, didn't it? When you drove that thing around, boy, you were getting ass. And by that, I mean, people would be on your ass. Oh, my favorite is when the clutch, the clutch pedal would just fail. <laughs> so you had to match speeds on the highway oh boy was that just fun but uh yeah so he's teaching me how to drive and the speedometer just doesn't work like that that the the little uh meter on it that thing is not going beyond zero and you gotta guess what you're going and not even that the dashboard wasn't even illuminated I swear this car was just chilling out in a swamp and my father dropped $300 on it. You probably wouldn't be wrong. Uh, And uh, we're driving down uh, where uh, for, for the local people, the Tufts veterinary hospital is, which is, you know, most people in Massachusetts know where that is. It's a pretty large campus and it's like in the kind of in a countryside type area. In Worcester County, Worcester County, Worcestershire sauce County. Uh, so anyway, the speed limit's like 30 miles an hour, uh, I, but I have no idea how fast I'm going. And my father at one point goes, I think you're going very fast <laughs> and you should slow down because we don't want to get pulled over. And I just think to myself, 
how does this scenario play out? The, the police officer walks you know off. How fast you're going, honestly, sir? No, I don't. Can exactly. You tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be exactly it. Because then I point to the speedometer and be like, I have no goddamn clue. This thing isn't even on. So uh, that that car is my my father likes to just hold on to things. He's I think he's a bit of a hoarder. Sh- shocker, really? And a little bit of a His little city car. Don't even get me going on that. Oh, don't even get me going on that. I'll tell you this a rite of passage. I guess this is going to be the rite of passage when now. Thankfully, I never have to do this or hopefully not. Thankfully, hopefully I never have to do this again in my lifetime. But introducing uh, my parents to my girlfriend and uh, the rite of passage showing her the city car. Introducing her to that 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 wreck that that trash heap. Uh, the story goes, my father, and I remember the date, June uh, 18th, 2001, Ooh. because it was the last day of school. I was in the sixth grade, and I come home, and there's this uh, trapezoid-shaped vehicle now sitting in the garage at my parents' house, and my father developed this fascination with this line of electric vehicles from the 1970s uh some were marketed as the city car some were marketed as the commuter car and if you're unfamiliar with this there's two things that i can reference point you to the show grounded for life the show is prominently or the car was prominently featured on their show uh and also the video game cyberpunk 2077 where there are uh a couple of models of car in that game that it didn't even dawn on me until recently that are modeled after the city car. And my father had a choice. He could have purchased either a commuter car, I think a 77 commuter car that was in decent condition that worked, that was street legal, that maybe needed a little bit of maintenance, but otherwise would have been a perfectly functioning motor vehicle. Mm -hmm. Or you got a city car. Or he got the city car, which was definitely sitting in a swamp, which needed uh, the, am- the amount of money that would be sunk into it to repair it to working condition would be more than it's worth. Uh, yeah, but the point is it never got into working condition in the first place. Still not working condition. At this point, he's that car has been sitting there for, uh, what, 22 years almost? Yeah, and for those that want to look it up, what it, it's C-I-T-I. C-A-R, all one word, city car, C-I-T-I-C-A-R. And yeah. it's the bright, it's the bright yellow one. Yeah. Well, that, uh, dull and crappy yellow one in, in his garage, but it normally would be bright yellow. I, I almost said that car at this point is old enough to legally drink, but then remembering it's a 76. Yeah, it's almost old enough for social security. <laughs> and Sounds it, about right. And it's still not in functional condition. It's been sitting in the garage. It's being like used for storage my father went out and bought all the components to assemble into a vehicle but never actually put them in the car so like he's got the wheels he's got the batteries he's got he's got like well at this point the batteries are worthless because you've got newer batteries in the first place yeah they were just sitting they were just sitting there charging for the longest time i don't think he ever did anything with them so i don't know if this was supposed to be the father-son Oh, let's build a vehicle project. Yeah, Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you here, using this platform to be honest with you. Uh, if it were any other car, 
Maybe. But that car? No, thank you. Oh, please. While you're still living there, reclaim your garage space. There was a period of time where you could park a functioning vehicle in that garage. <laughs> you joke. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, that thing, that dashboard, by the way, um, that dashboard would have to be painted on at this point. It would not be functional. There would be no, uh, there, no illumination, no uh, functioning gauges. I, uh, I, one day that car is going back in the swamp. Back to the lock with you, Nessie. Hopefully soon. Hope, no, look, I, I mean, that my, uh, I love my father. I hope he lives to be 110. But, uh, um, but that car's not going anywhere until he dies. <laughs> the moment he moves on to the great concert stage in the sky, I will, uh, that, that, the first thing that's going is that car <laughs> into a dumpster. I mean, so. you can still you can probably sell it online for like five hundred bucks for some weirdo collector. Oh, he want you can probably get more money now than what he paid for it, and just because of that, it's not even equity. Someone out there who I guarantee you within three months would turn that thing around and <laughs> turn it into a functioning vehicle, <laughs> a street legal car. Oh dear. Um. So if I uh, may, and I'm not sure if. I'm even allowed to talk about this. This is why I should have led the show off with tonight. Instead, here but you we, will. Instead, here we are, uh, a mere 45 minutes into the episode. And I'm staring down the barrel of uh, 120 days from now, Mike, I will be a free man. Uh, yeah. I will be once again a bachelor. Oh, legally. Ah, officially. That means when I file my taxes, I will be able to say I am uh, filing single. Filing singly. Uh, 120 days from today, the divorce will be official. And, All right. And uh, it took so long. COVID? A combination of COVID and laziness. <laughs> Uh, why are we still married? I don't know. I'm lazy. Oh, well, I mean, okay. A combination of COVID laziness. And then for the first, I don't know, maybe for the first few months, I'd argue there was definitely some reluctance in, okay, are we Make doing this? Yeah. Are we do, are, are we really splitting up or are we just taking time apart from one another and living apart and, uh, a few months into that, you could you could throw any hope of reconciliation out the window. The window, the second story window. But yeah, uh, largely laziness, and it was on my part. There was there was a period of time where there were there was a ball in my court that needed to be returned in a timely manner, and I just held on to that ball for no reason other than I didn't feel like it. Ah, you know how you just like you do laundry. And you just kind of let it sit in the dryer. Yep. For a while. Yep. That's what this was. Uh, it never happens at all in my household. <laughs> Can't look at somebody else across the house. <clears throat> but now, thankfully, I, uh, and again, or uh, I mean, again for you, Mike, but for anyone who's unfamiliar with this, Kate and I, amicable. 
It's always been amicable. It's it's been it could have been so much worse. It could be so much worse. And uh, we were not in any rush in that she was not sending um, goons after me with subpoenas to appear in court to speed the process up. So there's that. So I got that going for me. (laughs) But yeah, uh, finally turned in the paperwork. We had our court date. It was today. And this is my first time having to uh, report to court for any reason. And I had to do it virtually. Now, I did not have the pleasure of going into a courthouse. Um, I think, I don't know if this is a byproduct of the pandemic, but this was virtual. And boy, was it, it was two things. And I will try my best not to commit, unknowingly commit perjury here. Uh, you can actually perjure yourself because don't forget I raised my right hand and swore to God. Um, it, it was a whole lot of sitting here waiting for almost nothing. And that's no fault of anyone, but that is about par for the course when it comes to court, right? I, I guess I, I guess that's accurate. Now, had this been in a courthouse, Okay, fine. I would expect to spend my day there. But I don't know. Maybe I was under the guise of because it's virtual and it's over Zoom, then maybe it would have been in and out. Uh, no, no, I can tell you that right now. No. Next time I go it's to. Still the, it's still the same dockets that are going in. You're just not physically there. Yeah. It's still going to call you in and do all that stuff. So I, uh, I don't know. A part of me is just kind of like, Maybe I be, I was under the mistaken impression that, uh, you know, start on time, have it be done uh, quick. I could just get back to work. So I'm just thinking about the time that, you know, I could have spent it was just waiting. I'm not saying like, you know, time wasted. Just I'm sitting around for an hour. I'm like, that was an hour I could have spent like doing work, waiting to go into the zoom room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it all had, it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with the people before you. Right. Right. I think I'm more and just, they're com- just going down the docket. They're going, all right, well, this person's taking too fucking long. It just, it's like when you go to the doctors in the afternoon, you're like, why am I waiting? It's because the three assholes in front of you took too goddamn long. Yeah, I'm more just complaining, like mad at myself for not like using that time in hindsight. Like I could have used this time to get stuff done and just didn't do it. So there's that all told the process took about, Two minutes. I don't know if Kate or I were, were actually timing it. Uh, and another thing that threw me off is that we uh, we come we, we, we get allowed into the room, the, the Zoom room. And there were, I think, five or six other married couples in there that were uh, petitioning divorce. <laughs> and. I think Kate and I were the most respectable looking individuals in there. Uh, Greater Worcester Court. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, it was a mess. And I get it. I'm sitting there. I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm on camera. I'm actually wearing a shirt and tie. I like, you know, I'm trying to look like presentable, respectable. Like you're going to court. Exactly. And I get a buzz on my on my watch and it's a text from kate <laughs> it just says oh my god are you kidding me with this just at the characters 
<laughs> at the people who were in there. And of course, the first person who goes has no idea how to use Zoom. Now, ex- entirely, yeah, entirely understand that right there. Uh, it was the person who both called into the meeting on their phone, but then also had Zoom open on their phone. And when that happens, or maybe uh-huh. on a computer, when that happens, you get you get 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 v v v v back, and then you have the the honorable judge having please to, mute mute everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the ju- poor judge having to keep saying, "Can everybody go on mute?" It was a mess. Thankfully, we went second, and I kind of want to sit around. And <laughs> but they they're like, "You're done. Get out of here." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're done. Get the hell out of my virtual room. Get the hell out of my Zoom room. Uh, so, uh, that was fun for my first court experience. I mean, I guess it's like not the most exciting thing in the world, but uh, I, I 3.6 Rogen could be better, could be worse, right? But not the bad, not terrible. But the people there, oh man, the people there were, were definitely making it. And that's one of those things I wish I could have taken a, a screen cap of, but I didn't. Now, I had to take some time to make sure my, because I was using the Zoom account on my computer here, which is set up for the podcast. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't going into a courtroom accidentally or purposely plugging the podcast. Uh, 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 Your honor, I'm not a cat. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not a cat. (laughs) I just want to, you know, I'm not a cat. Oh, I'm here live. That's not, I'm not a cat. I can, I can see that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, you know me. She'd go in there and be like, you raise your right hand, you swear to tell the truth, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I'd say, yes, and you can find us on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Uh, no? Okay. What I'm saying is I didn't do this. Your name's not Buttfucker3000, you yo-ho. <laughs> I really needed to make sure I didn't have anything incriminating set up. Uh, with my um, yeah, with my Zoom account. <laughs> that is perfect. So that was uh, that was my exciting day, my exciting morning, I should say, morning afternoon. Yeah, I don't really have an exciting, not exciting day today. Nope. Tomorrow's going to be exciting, whether or not daycare is closed. That's right. Here in uh, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, we are mm, we are receiving some snow, and it's a question of is it going to be a shit show. We are receiving the snowstorm that, uh, for some reason, hit Southern California. Uh, which, by the way, my friends that live in the mountains, uh, the Big Bear region in California, outside of Los Angeles, uh, got absolutely, absolutely slammed. Um, there, there. My friend Rob posting a photo of the street that he lives on, and there's a, I think it's a house. I can't tell. There's so much goddamn snow. <laughs> like this, the snow is the, the house is just buried under the snow. The amount of snow that they got up there. So I mean, yeah, it's in the mountains. It's bound to happen. But this was, I mean, they were getting snow in uh, Santa Monica. My friends in Santa Monica, tell me about the Santa weather. Monica, damn. Yeah, it's a very, very. I don't know, man. The climate change is real. It is absolutely real. This is it. This is a great example of it. But if it's global warming, then 
greater fluctuations beyond the norm. You've got that happening in Southern California. You've got uh, tornadoes happening in the Midwest right now, and I don't believe it's the right time for that. It is not tornado season yet. Tornado season starts in March, right? Or, Or April? I think it's April and it really kicks into gear. Yeah, it kicks into gear in the spring and then it it has sort of like that end of fireworks moment in the fall. Although the period in which most tornadoes is March through June, tornadoes have been documented in the United States during every month and every day of the year. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh yeah, you know that makes sense. I'm thinking of like the worst tornadoes on record and they Ooh, were Ooh, there's all... a nice storm track uh image of where like March like it's it's got basically like the southern half of Mississippi and Alabama and like Louisiana and just a little scotch of Texas. April gets most of the Midwest and then June goes all the way up to like like the Dakotas and all the way over to Pennsylvania. I was thinking of the uh, the more Oklahoma tornado of 99. That was Oklahoma in where the wind comes rushing through the plains. <laughs> and then uh, the Joplin tornado in Missouri. I believe that was in June. So uh, that would be as that's prime. That's prime time right there. That makes sense. Uh, as a as a uh, wise man once said, it's the wonder of nature, baby. Let the ride playing that whole damn thing. Goddamn right, I'll play that whole thing. And then, uh, hey, there's a character in that film in that same sequence who is singing Oklahoma. Yep. (laughs) All comes together. So that's happening. So now we're getting the blizzard. Now, where we are in New England, we've been having like 60 degree days. Uh, Yeah, uh, fall, spring. Yeah, all all throughout February, throughout January. But it it was way longer than a regular fall, spring should have been. Yeah, that's... See, that's concerning. That's the, you know, the riptide. That's when the water uh, is receding from the shoreline before the tsunami comes in. Like, oh, everything looks good. It's, we've got a lot more uh, a lot more room to relax on the beach. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not good when that happens. It seems like we're, we're getting the first of, what, three storms? Uh, yeah. All I know is that I was really happy that I didn't have to, like, worry about uh, doing anything with my snowblower and i'm like oh it's gonna be really i can run it once or twice it's done for the season i'm good to go and fuck you yeah i'm not fuck you i'm gonna have to not uh irritate my back any more than i have i screwed my back up probably about a month ago now and uh, are you 30 years old i i am then there you go there's your answer <laughs> don't know what i did but my lower back has been uh, every day to some degree, be it mild or almost excruciating, has been killing me. I actually went to the doctor for it because it just it wasn't going away. Uh, so what I'm getting at is I'm going to have to buy a chirp wheel. You know that, right? That's where we're you know what? I'm just going to get the wheelchair now. <laughs> I'm going to install the chair that goes up and down the stairs. You know what I'm talking about? Stairmaster. Yes. 
Um, power but, lift. <laughs> Even when the power goes out. And I've got, you know, the stairs because I got like, you know, the set that goes down, then the landing and then goes down the other way. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's going to take a while. That's going to be mm-hmm. two Stairmasters I'm going to need to install. <laughs> My landing is a transfer station. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can't wait to throw my back out shoveling. But I am also weird. And I, I prefer to shovel by hand because it's a good workout. Oh, fuck that. My, uh, yeah, no, not happening. I, I, I shoveled before kids. We'll put it that way. Okay. After kids, I don't got time for that shit. I'm not spending two hours shoveling. Fuck you. Now, if your kids don't have to go to, to daycare, to preschool, if they get some semblance of a snow day or, if you will, a late start. Oh, I'm kicking their ass outside if they have a snow day. Kick them out and make them play? Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, not that they would care. Like they'd enjoy it. But yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd give them the Sparta boot right outside. They won't take advantage of it? They won't uh, sleep in? <laughs> uh, no, they probably will sleep in. It's because they don't sleep in on the fucking weekends. Uh, hey, look. I'm couple, not bitter. A couple of years from now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'll now. be 10 o'clock and you're like, wake the fuck up. <laughs> But then you get to be 33 like me. And guess what I did the other day? I slept until three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. I'm sorry, but I did. I mean, I, I mean, at this point, I've reverted back to childhood and I take naps in midday. I do, too. Yeah. So yeah. now I, I have somewhat of an excuse. I have an excuse. I don't get eight hours of sleep at night because these assholes. But that's a point. OK, I love them. I love them. I love them. Uh, Becky's dog, Jace who's 10 years old, uh, tore both ACLs. What was he playing a pickup game of basketball? How the fuck do you tear your ACLs? Uh, he tore the first one in the backyard because he saw a deer. So he chased after it. And in the process, tore the ACL running. And then a couple weeks later, tore the other leg overcompensating basically putting all the weight on the other leg oh uh, yep yep so on uh thursday i believe it was wednesday into thursday he uh had the surgery to repair both he is now half robot but uh we basically were up for two nights in a row three nights in a row just with him just to Damn. make him just to make sure he was uh not you know, exacerbating, you know, uh, screwing up the work that they did on it, hurting himself further, just the recovery. The first night, especially, he just was up all night, basically whining and crying. Uh, so by day three, though, it's like you wouldn't know he had surgery. Nice. Unless you look at the, you know, the the <laughs> the incisions on his legs. Then, you know, oh, my God, he had surgery. It's disgusting. But. That's by day three. That's when we're like, okay, we're just going to sleep and we're not going to wake up. Oh, was it great? Oh, was it great? You know what you got to do, Mike? You and Sarah just dump the kids with grandma. Go rent a hotel room somewhere for a weekend. Somewhere nice. Not not, not extravagant, but just go to like, go downtown. Go, Go somewhere. And sleep. Do nothing but sleep. Set no alarms. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Put earplugs in. Just sleep. sleep. That's all you have to do. 
I mean, that's my recommendation. I don't know if you can actually do that, but uh, not often enough. Okay. Uh, do you want to? Uh, I have enough energy in me to discuss sports. Do you want to do this? If, if you're up for it. Okay. This, I think, of all the stuff we could have talked about tonight, I think this is probably the least controversial. <laughs> but it also gives me the opportunity to play this. Hello, sports fans. Halfback, pass to center, back to wing, back to center, center, hold it, hold it, hold it. I got to tell you, folks, it looks like we've got a very exciting World Series on our hands. Hardly focused. Sports, 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 sports. Now, because we live in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, we have the uh, Boston Bruins up here. That's our hockey team. I believe they are the team that is the game that uh, you play on ice. Uh, that is correct. With the Nets. But uh, Bruins were playing this past Sunday. They won. Uh, Bruins doing absolutely amazing this season. Yep. Uh, I think I can count on maybe one hand the number of games that they've lost at this point. Uh, I think technically, yes. It's it's kind of bizarre i feel like they uh, technically they, no it is they did lose eight okay still two hands yeah we're not counting on toes yet no no toes still still just above above the waist but it's been i think it's been a long time since they've had a season like this it's been a long time since anybody's had a season like this they typically do well enough in that they will they'll make it to the stanley cup playoffs they might not necessarily win but they've definitely made it a few times in the last decade. Mm-hmm. I'm still quite bitter about 2013. Yeah. They're actually, as we are recording right now on the 27th of February, uh, they are playing the Oilers and the score is tied two and two. There we go. So I, I would expect them to win this game. But on uh, Saturday, this past Saturday, they played the Vancouver Canucks. They won three to one. The Bruins did. But something that doesn't always happen in the game of hockey, Linus Ulmark scoring an empty net goal. What's so special about that? Who's what's what's why is Linus scoring a goal so important there, Jack? Because he is the goalie and he was in position as goalie. So basically slapping that puck from one goal to another and it just went right in like butter Mm -hmm. just went right in. Uh, Here is the call from ESPN. Here's Connor Garland. Besser tips. Oh, here we go. Omar for the empty net. He scores. Linus Omar, the Boston goalie, had time. Had a lane being mobbed by his teammates after one of the rare occurrences in the sport of hockey. Sorry, I'm a uh, Charlie Brown fan. It's Linus, not Linus. <laughs> yes. But we're, we're, he's, he's Linus. But yes, Linus, Linus Ulmark. But uh, Ulmark, according to ESPN, Ulmark made a save and fired a high-risk shot the length of the ice to become the 13th goalie in NHL history to score a goal. And the eighth to actually shoot the puck into the net. Yes, because 
those goals, some of those goals are own goals. All right. So they scored on their own goal accidentally, but it still counts as a goal. But yes, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's the ninth goalie to score a point the good way um, as a goalie in modern history. Yeah. Uh, Omar, according to ESPN, Omar made 26 saves for the win throughout that whole game. He also became the first Bruins goaltender to score a goal and hit the first NHL and the first NHL netminder to post a tally since 2020. Yep. And there was yeah, 2020 and then it jumps back to 2013, 2014. So there's, there's a couple of years gap between there too. So it's been a while. These, uh, these things don't happen in the sport of hockey. They don't No. Now Uh, the goal, the goal leader uh, for, for, um, for hockey in as a goalie is Martin Brodeur. He has got three goals in his career. That's the high water mark. And again, the goalie's not supposed to get goals. No, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Ron Hextall has two. Martin Brodeur has three. Everyone else on the list is one. Uh, now I pretty much get my games from the Bruins app. So it's, it's, you know, we're going back to, you know, old times here, but I just, that's how I get my scores. I don't watch the game. I don't listen to the games on the radio. So was it intentionally an empty net at that point? Yes, it was an empty net at that point, um, which is really the only way shots on goal happen. Uh, if you're a goalie, um, it, there's no way a goalie's going to let that fly. But yeah, that's because um, the other thing too, is if otherwise, if, if you miss, that's going to be icing. It's going to come back to your zone anyway. So you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, threw it up there and there was enough arc and it just really perfectly. It was dead center too. It wasn't like ting hit in on the corner. It was good. Yeah. You really need to watch the goal because it just, it glides. It is so smooth. And to top it off, the cherry on top, Quinn Hughes from the Canucks mm-hmm. just ices right up to the goal. Right as the puck goes in and it like bounces back at him and he just slaps that thing away in anger. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he was pissed. pure frustration. He was pissed. Not like he could have done anything about it. There was no one within range to stop it. Oh, exactly. Or even yeah, try. It, it, yeah. You, you're done. It, it is. You, you're done. There's nothing you can do. But that was definitely the way Hughes was smacking that thing away. That was definitely a come the fuck on. eh? yeah. Of all the things. Oh, oh, geez. oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, I hope the Bruins uh, make it all the way. Some like anti-miracle. This is me jinxing it, by the way. But some anti-miracle needs to happen for them to uh not make it into the playoffs. Uh, they, it just, they just need to be on a good run. That's all that matters. They just need to keep their run and just enjoy life. That's yeah. all that needs to happen. And we yeah. need to bring home the trophy. Yeah, we need we need to have something to keep the Hope alive. Well, to, something to keep the New England sports dynasty going because you're not going to get it with the Patriots. You're not going to get it with the Red Sox right now. I mean, once you start rooting for the New England Revolution, I mean, that's that's when you know things are bad. Ooh. So we got to put our faith in the Bruins. I mean, hockey, Celt- hockey, hockey. I guess the Celtics uh, haven't been doing too bad. Celtics are doing really good. 
Yeah, they really just, good. They just don't they have a problem with their coaches. No, because now now the coach <laughs> that they the coach they get rid of they replace and they replace some coaches like actually working out really well. well good. There we go. Uh, yeah, Celtics are in first place in the East. Nice. So Bruins and Celtics in their conferences in the Eastern conferences are both in first place. But and the Celtics are not in, in some sort of breakaway like we've only lost four games this season, but. But the Celtics typically tend to do the same thing the Bruins do, where they make it to the end and then they just yeah. lose all I mean, steam. They they do have the best record in the NBA right now, which is good. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, there you go. That is our uh, court-mandated sports segment. Did I have to get subpoenaed for that court-mandate? <laughs> we have fulfilled our requirement. We've met our quota. We'll talk at you again about sports next quarter. <laughs> well, it's the end of February, beginning of March, so the next quarter is coming up real quick. Oh, yes. That's, see, we, we like to save it for the end. God, it still baffles me how people can can do this, have have some vested interest in sports and, and do and this. talk about it for four hours a day. And do that. Yeah, do exactly what we just did. I struggled to do that for what? Uh, five minutes? <laughs> uh, yep. And I had it all written down in front of me and I'm still mispronouncing names and, and stumbling over. Uh, it was the Canucks that they were playing, right? Yeah, it was the Canucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how anyone could get uh, paid to do this for hours a day. And uh, Godspeed to uh, the, the and people. And that's why they get paid. Well, Godspeed to the can. people who are doing it by themselves. Oh. Because that's what they the, have somebody to go off of. That's what uh, the sports hub here in Boston, the, the powerhouse sports radio station, has been the doing. Jones show? Well, no longer because Jones went uh, across the street to their competitor. Oh, yeah. He's on uh, WEI now. Open to to bring them back from the brink, which uh, LOL. But uh, yeah. now the the night slot on the sports hub has just been a a rotating gaggle of uh, part timers. But they are their own flash boys. They are not only hosting. Now, if you have the advantage of like tonight, where a game is happening, then you only got to host for what you only got to do show for like an hour, an hour or two, yeah, depending, yeah. But if there are no games happening, you're doing a show for four or five hours by yourself. And you have to do your sports updates, too, every half hour. So Godspeed to you. I barely made it five minutes. I didn't have to do it. We didn't have to do this. I just chose to. I thought it was uh, probably the most positive news I pulled. I was trying to keep things evergreen, too. And there's nothing more relevant to talking about a sports game. <laughs> So uh, go me. All right. Well, we will wrap it with that. Uh, Mike, thank you for joining me tonight, as always. You're very welcome, sir. And for the rest of you, if there's anything that we talked about, our experiences with the court system, pronouncing town names in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, uh, driving a standard transmission, organic food. Ow. Did you hear that? What was that? I just smacked, I smacked myself in the leg and my headphone, the cable for my headphones was right there. So I effectively dragged my headphones down and hit myself in the ear. Oh, oh, I hate that. That's a sign that, that we need to wrap up. Uh, yeah. If, anything that we talked about tonight, uh, feel free to uh, leave your feedback, your questions, your comments at uh, hardlyfocused.com slash contact. 
And for the rest of you, we will talk at you next time. Thank you for listening. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Manifestation may not have happened.